Yo, what is going on, everybody? It is your boy RB back at it with another one. Philly Take with RB. What is going on, everybody? Today we are here to react live to the Philadelphia Eagles 2021-22 schedule. Um, it should be dropping at 8 p.m. I know a lot of people are saying there's leaks and this and that. Um, I don't follow leaks personally. Like I wait for the actual con confirmation. We have one game confirmed, um, <laughs> but uh, I, I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to see what happens, man. Who we're gonna play? I've heard a couple things here and there today, but more importantly, I am joined by my man Joe, aka Philly Fresco, aka Philly Philly the podcast. Um, this dude's work speaks for itself, man. I'm gonna let him go ahead and introduce himself. Yes, sir. It's your boy Joe Castro. Yeah, I mean. Philly, Philly, the podcast. I'm excited to talk some uh, football. You know what I mean? Invade the Philly take with RB channel real quick. Usually I'm just in here trolling about the Sixers, but no, nah, this is going to be fun. I'm excited. Thank you for uh, having me on, bro. <laughs> this day <laughs> with the EDP jobs. You got to love it, man. Hey, appreciate it. We got 40 up in the chat, guys. I know we've been doing a lot of Sixers lately, but we are going to have a lot of Eagles content as well. Me and, me and my guy Joe here have been talking about some things as well behind the scenes, but uh, yeah, man, you know, we're excited to see what happens with the schedule. And I got guys again, if you have not subscribed to Philly Philly, the podcast link is down in the description, man. This guy does videos every single day. He live streams. He does interviews with literally, this guy can literally pull an interview with anybody, man. He's talented as hell. He's underrated for some reason. And uh, he's being slept on, but his channel is going to blow up this season. So Thank sub you, to him man. right now. And oh, by the way, I know we got Sixers people in here. He is a, a Brooklyn Nets fan, and oh, yeah. you guys probably see him in the chat trolling, but uh, we're, we're great <laughs> friends, man. He's a great dude. Um, we'll probably chop it up during the playoffs or something, but he's, he can talk his stuff. So shout out to him. Uh, what's going on, everybody in the chat? Um, let's see. We got uh, two of us up here. We got all the channel members. What's going on? Even the Sixers ones. Congrats on graduating college. I appreciate it, bro. Much Facts, love to you. Major Mitch, what's going right on, there. bro? We got Philly girl in the chat. What's going on? Long time no see. Seriously. What is going on? My guy, Philly Shad. Appreciate it, bro. Clips in the chat. We're on the stream yard today. A little bit different. But shout out to everybody in the chat, man. So uh, I, I, first and foremost, I want to get my guy's opinion here. Um, as we wait for this schedule release, it's about 20 minutes away. Um, We'll start with the game that has been confirmed, right? The Atlanta Falcons week one on the road. Give us your initial thoughts. Like, what, what do you think about that game? Hard, easy, you know. Well, how do you view well, the Falcons? How do you view us? I'll, I'll say this off rip, all right? You know, the first, as soon as it was it was uh, actually released, shout out to my guy, Dylan Matthews. He, he hit me up, like, right off rip. Um, he works out there in Atlanta, work for the Atlanta Voice and everything. So he's doing his thing. Hit me off off rip and was like, week one, I will see you. So he got me a little bit hype. He got me a little bit more unrealistic. Like I told you off of the um the stream, you know, I get more unrealistic closer the season comes. So, you know, but look, man, I think we can go out there and we can beat these guys. I think it's it's gonna be a fun game. Um <clears throat> I feel like we've been playing, we've played them what, like 15 times in the past two years. It feels like I, I just feel like this is becoming kind of a rivalry. Uh, but no, I'm excited. I think that we definitely, it's a good matchup. It's a good week one matchup. Would have definitely loved to have them at home. Uh, but, you know, Atlanta's not too far from where I live. So maybe I'll be able to go out there. But I think we're going to go out there and whoop the ass if I'm being 100%. <laughs> if I'm being 100% honest right now, I feel like we're going to go out there and just come with the smoke. So, We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'm a little bit too optimistic, but 
I'm optimistic right now, RB. I'm optimistic. I love it, dude. I love it. Um, for for once, you know, I you know how I am with the Sixers, man. We're we're on the rise, but for the Eagles, it, it's kind of in the opposite direction. And and I said this, you know, before on the other stream when we were talking, like people are gonna hate me this year a little bit. Like they might genuinely hate me because I'm just gonna keep it as real as I see it. Like every game to me is gonna be a struggle this year. Like you know. I don't view this as a winning year. Like if you look at how we went about the approach, right? 2016, 2017, like I view this as kind of like 2016. Like this is where we start yeah. to build back. Uh, we do have a lot of nice young pieces in place. I'm, I'll give Howie credit. He had a pretty decent draft in my opinion. Um, still some more holes that we have to address, but you know, I, I view Atlanta a game. We can win. Like I agree. Yeah. With you. Definitely can go out and win that game. I don't believe yeah. Go ahead. I feel like my bad. I don't mean to cut you. I feel like I feel like that's why it's a win though, because I feel like we're not expecting to win. Like last year sucked because every every week I felt like we were like, all right, well if we just you know fix this or if this gets right, if this people get healthy, we still got a chance. Like this year, I think we're going out there and we're just kind of throwing caution to the wind and just being like, you know, have fun, man. Like you know, if we win, hell yeah. If we lose. I just want to see a good game. So, like, you know, I'm okay with struggles as long as we're learning throughout the process. Like, that's that's really my biggest win for this year. I just need to see us continuously getting better. You know what I mean? Like, we haven't seen that in a long time. We've either been great with the the guys we had or we just aren't good. You know, there's no, like, there's never been that development. You know, all the players that we have that are good, they were good. You know, that this is what they've been for a while. So, that's what I'm hoping will be our win at least is like the development of these young guys. Right. I agree with you. And I I do see that point. Like now that you say that, that actually could be true. Like, you know, maybe we're motivated first game in a new uh, regime and we're coming out and we're, you know, we, we shocked the world in the first couple weeks of the season and everybody gets hype. And then we kind of, Revert back to where we are, right? Which is a team that's building. Uh, but Philly Girl here says on the road in Atlanta, new coach, new stuff, we lose. So I could also see it on that side of the spectrum. Um, but yeah, I mean, Atlanta to me isn't a team that really strikes me like a crazy competitor. Um, yeah. They have a good wide receiving core. I, I mean, Matt Ryan's getting up there in age. So I, I don't know how, how much longer he's going to last. It's a, definitely a game we could win. But at the same time, like we're going to have to come out on fire. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. I mean, and, and hopefully we won't see the Kyle Pitts um, marriage too solidified at that point. Right. Like we right. we won't really have like the training camps that we usually have because of COVID. So hopefully we don't see him go out there and, and go off on us, you know. And realistically, I know, you know, this it's not Eagles games, but it feels good to know that the Cowboys are probably going to go out there and get molly whopped in their first week. You know, like they're going against the defending Super Bowl champions. I'm not feeling any type of you know, remorse for them. So I, I'm happy, you know, Hey, if we lose, I know they're going to probably lose too. So, like, yeah. That's and they, stuff for me. they kick it off first, I believe like on yeah. Thursday too. Um, yeah. yeah. I hear you, bro. Shout out to Aaron coming in with a $5 donation. Great channel member. Thank you so much. My man he says, if the new head coach is good and hurts is good, then this team can do some actual damage. And I think you have a great point. I think a lot hinges on Jalen hurts. I think a lot mm-hmm. hinges and, and we're going to talk about Jalen Hurts. I want to get your opinion on that and the chat as well. Um, but like an overarching type of thing, like Aaron is saying, like, I I mean, we're a building team, right? But anytime your quarterback is is playing up to a sufficient level, you have a chance. Like you definitely. And when I'm looking at this division, right, like people can talk this. They can talk that. I know the Giants are high on their horse. I know the Cowboys think Dak's going to be ready from day one. In my opinion, like 
the winner of this division might have nine wins again, honestly. Yeah. Like, I don't see anybody being a crazy juggernaut team in this division unless Daniel Jones comes out here and he's taking the next step in his career or unless Washington – um, I, I mean, I don't believe in Fitz magic long-term, you know what I mean? I don't think he, he's a streaky quarterback. I, it's going to take some time for Dak to, to get back to himself as well. And we know that defense, man. I know they got a couple nice pieces in the draft, but I, I don't see like a powerhouse team in this division. So if Jalen Hurts does come out, um, and rocks out, man, like we do have a chance to compete in this division. And in terms of Nick Sirianni, I want to give him a chance as well. Um, people have been on this guy since literally the first day, the first press conference. And I'm just like, yo, can we give these guys a chance? Usually I'm the impatient one, but it's like, you know, where we're at in this city is just like, we're bored. That's what it is. We are bored. I really think that's what it is. (laughs) We're just bored. Right. And we, we were expecting the new norm. You know what I mean? And now it's just like, we got to suffer through this. We got to sit through it, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I like our coaching staff. I like the, I love the youth. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, shout out to um, shout out to my guy Jacoby Stevens yesterday. You know, being able to talk to him, like he got me hype. You know what I'm saying? Even off the podcast, when I was just talking to him in the beginning, like he's a very nice young man. Like it's crazy, and he seems hungry. He doesn't seem cocky. He seems, you know, and just everybody we've been able to talk to, whether it's reporters or anything, like. there's a real, you know, genuine excitement. And like I said, I don't think that this team is going to be a team that goes and wins the division, you know, easily or handedly or, you know, makes a deep playoff run or anything like that. But to your point, like you said, I don't think there's one team in this division that doesn't have a question mark somewhere. And I don't really think there's a team in this uh, division that doesn't have a question mark at the quarterback position. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's the biggest uh, uh, part of your team. So we'll see. I like, the 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 direction that we're going in but like you said it has to be consistent we have to see some type of you know consistent development some consistent play out of hurts um you know and, and maybe some consistency as far as what lurry and how we say and do that would be nice too but you know I, I don't know they would really have to like they would really have to suck for me to really be upset because I'm kind of expecting the worst so you know I'm preparing for it (laughs) yeah no doubt uh shout out to my man Philly Talk Podcast aka Philly Mike in the chat what's going on my guy great Eagles and Sixers content creator me and him and all of us got a collab soon no doubt about it appreciate the donation he says health new staff and hurts B grade is make or break I agree man um when when we talk about the injuries I mean it's just been what's the word, um, unprecedented, what I've seen from this Eagles medical staff. I feel like we've changed medical staffs like twice now, and we mm-hmm. just can't stay healthy, man. We just cannot stay healthy for an entire – and I'm not even talking about like this guy goes out in week three. This guy goes out week seven. No, no. Every single game we have three injuries, literally, and yeah. guys are out till near the end of the season, and it's pissing me off. Um, they got to get it together. They really do. It's, it's full position groups. That's the that's the worst mm-hmm. part. It's like one year it's like our cornerbacks. The next year it's our left tackle or left guard or you know obviously last right. year it was our whole offensive line. But you know the, every year it's like full position groups are just gone, just demolished. Gone. Yep. And it's weird because you know even going back to Chip Kelly, we were obviously on the field for what like twenty five thousand hours a game. So it's like and we weren't getting injured like that. Yep. Right. So you start looking at people like, you know, Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins was a, a veteran, an older guy, and he never really got hurt. You look at how he took care of himself and you start thinking, you know, was Doug Peterson soft at these, uh, you know, practices? Was it our training staff? Because I know we got a new 
you know, head of whatever they are, you know, the head of the medical staff. I know he only watched last year, which I think is the weirdest thing in the world. Like, I don't know how you get paid a full year to just watch, but that's what he did. So, you know, hopefully that can change. I'm hoping that, you know, with the competition, with the with the upped um, level of practices and stuff like that, that we'll see improvement there. But I agree 100 percent, man. I mean, that's that's detriment. That's just like that will demolish a team. It doesn't matter how good, you know, you build a roster or anything. And it also goes on how, you know, maybe he is getting the right players and they're just not you know, being trained properly. They're not being used properly. You know, there's so many things. So it's this will be at the very least, hopefully this season answers a lot of questions. If it might not be the most competitive, you know, as far as like, you know, playoffs and everything goes, hopefully we at least answer some questions because this, this off season just pulled up so much drama, <laughs> so much drama. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, <clears throat> So uh, and again, shout out to Philly Mike, man. And I do agree about the Jalen Hurts thing as well. Like, I do want to give him a chance. We're going to talk about that more. Um, the reason I'm looking over here is because the Eagles actually just announced the schedule right now. I know we're still Damn. 10 minutes early, but, um, yeah, we're about to pull up the official schedule. Shout out to everybody in the chat, man. 60 up in here. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, um, and help us push out this stream, man. Apparently, YouTube hasn't been sending notifications. Guys, help us out, man. Hit that like and subscribe. Uh, we are going to pull it up here on the screen. Let me see. Um, why, why do I feel like we're like actually going to like play a game right now? <laughs> I'm over here hype as hell for no reason. Um, let's see if I can zoom this in. <clears throat> Ooh. All right, can chat let us know if you could see this well or not. Um, actually, hold up. Let me uh, let me stop sharing. I'm gonna uh, screenshot it and then I can pull it up even better. But hey, yeah, let me, while, I'm, while I'm doing that, let me know your assessment on on how you feel about Jalen Hurts. Cause I see a lot of people trying to, you know, throw him out of the wayside already, and it, I feel like the dude hasn't even had a fair chance. You know, I feel like he's been put into a terrible situation. Yeah, I mean, I love Jalen Hurts as far as who he like, who he is, or at least who he's showing us he is. <clears throat> as a player, I have no idea. You know, I'm not gonna keep on like I, I've said this a million times. I think he has the leadership potential. I think he has the qualities to be a very good player in this league. But just like you said, he didn't get a chance. Nobody on this team really got a fair shake. Um, so I think that he deserves a chance this year, and I do think he can be successful. Um, but I don't know who he is yet. You know, I. I, I do think he can be successful, though. I think that's the overarching um, thing people want to hear is, like, whether they think he can or can't. And in that aspect, I definitely think he can do it. Um, you know, he just has to go out and do it. I think it's the same. He, he's in the same boat, you know, as everybody else on this roster. Like, this is a, a tryout for everybody. So, you know, I, I, I'm excited to see him go out there and ball out, to be honest. But he's got to prove it, man. He's definitely got to prove it. Yeah, but I mean, I this offseason, I will say this offseason, we definitely did a lot of things, you know, because I know people like to I'm not even going to bring it up. Anyways, listen, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was going to go back. But listen, um, we did a lot of things to to basically say that we are rolling with Jalen Hurts. So I don't want to hear halfway through the season. We did nothing to prove that Jalen Hurts is that, you know, what I'm saying like we right. are proving that we have his back. So that's important. I think that we needed that.
Yeah, I think so too. And I do think we need that solidarity, you know, in the locker room. Um, but for sure, man, um, I, I think, I think we need to give the cat a chance, you know, whether he fails, whether he succeeds, um, he hasn't had that. He definitely hasn't had that four games being put into this kind of situation, uh, was absolutely terrible. So I agree with you. Um, but yeah, so this is our live reaction to the schedule. Um, so the black games are away. Green is home. So obviously we start out, uh, on the road against Atlanta and then, um, yeah, we got San Fran, then we got Dallas, Kansas City, Carolina, Tampa Bay. <laughs> then we got the Raiders, Lions. We got the Chargers, the Broncos, Saints, Giants, Jets. Bye week in week 14? I thought that bye weeks ended like at a week 11, like for fantasy purposes. Like, I, I'm not even care about my team. Like, fantasy football, isn't that when your playoffs start? It it starts in week fourteen, I believe. Um, yeah, I thought that the bye weeks ended at week twelve, but week fourteen—that's that's brutal. And then we play the division four times in a row to end the season, and Washington Woo! twice. So we're gonna have to get. We got to play that defense twice in a row towards the end of the year. Oh man, let us know your thoughts in the chat right now. We end on Dallas too, and that's after. Yeah, this is kind of lit though. I ain't gonna cap. How many um night games we got? We got one against the, okay. So week three is a night game against um Dallas. Is that I wonder right. if that's Sunday or I think that's probably a Sunday, right? Or maybe um, Monday, 8 15. I think it's a Monday actually. Yeah, because eight days. So that's a Monday night game. Then we got Kansas City on a short week. Damn. Yeah, yeah they really did us dirty on this schedule. I can't. And then we lie. got Tampa. We got Tampa. At least that's at home and that's a night game. Like, all right, well, let me look at this optimistically, right? That The optimism in me wants wait, wait, to wait. say. But this is on a Thursday, though. This is on a four-day, a three-day rest. Oh, damn. So they put us they put us on a, a, a five, or they put us on a five-day rest, and then on a six-day we play against Kansas City. And then two weeks later, we play off of three days rest against Tampa Bay. So we played three games and traveled twice, three times in less than two weeks. That is insane, dude. Now, we do play Tampa at home and we do play Kansas City at home. So that's a, a bit of an advantage, but still, man, that's off short rest. Like, I feel like they hit us dirty. Back. Yeah, because, I mean, Philly to Carolina, That I mean, that's not too, too far. I guess that's not too far, right? So you're, you're kind of right. still staying in the same – area but that is that's I just don't lot. like the rest i don't like the rest factor and then we don't and then we don't get a buy until week 14 that's absurd dude that's crazy i mean you know all right so let me try and be optimistic again because that kind of ruined it i'm not <laughs> but like in my mind i'm thinking we have probably two of our our two toughest matchups at home and we have them early in the season right Right. And then from then on, I feel like, you know, every game after that is winnable. Like, realistically. I mean, after you get out of week week six, even as bad as we might be, like, all these games are winnable because it's the division. The Lions aren't going to be great. You know, the Chargers might be pretty good. The Broncos, I don't think, are going to be that great. The Saints aren't the Saints that we're used to. The Raiders, we'll see. Yeah. I'm looking at like that week eight to eleven range, week seven to week eleven. That's going to be a, you know, big opportunity. Must there. wins. And 
must wins. Oh man, I, I'm looking I, forward I mean, to that Dallas game though. That first Dallas game is gonna be the that's gonna be lit. What about the last one, dude? I don't think it's going to matter. I really don't even think it might not matter. I, I see what they did, though, and maybe I, I'm interested to see every other uh, team or every other division <clears throat> because if they would have made the Jets game the last game, it definitely wouldn't have mattered. So maybe they're, you know, thinking in their head, like, let's make the last games divisional so they still want to play. I just kind of right. wonder how this is going to affect fantasy. I know that's that has nothing to do with what we were talking about, but. Because oh, I'm man. used to the bye week being so much earlier. I wonder if we have the latest bye week. I, I bet we would. And Jeremy here says three games in 12 days. I mean, my God. And gosh, two, of them against, two of them against the guys that were in the Super Bowl. We're playing the Super Bowl losers Dude, this is and then crazy. the Super Bowl winners within I want, two I want weeks. you to look week four to week six. And, and let's be honest, like, I'm not going to just throw throw away Carolina as if they're not going to be a, you know any team. Like I think Carolina yeah. could be a decent team. I think Sam Darnold could uh, pose a threat to our defense uh, if he gets in they it. They got in his Brady rhythm. over there. They but got man. Joe Brady over there. He's he's doing his thing. Right, exactly. And Christian McCaffrey um, coming back, I think, from injury this yeah. year. So, dude, this is. I mean, talk about like. I feel like my like you always want to feel that your team gets screwed in the schedule, right? But I feel like my team genuinely got screwed in the schedule, Bruh. Weren't they saying we were gonna have like the easiest schedule too? The, how is this easy? Yeah, yeah, that exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is, this and this is why easy. I didn't listen to the leaks. You know what I mean? Because I don't believe that when it comes to Philly, man. Like we can um, we can realistically go like two and zero, oh, and then you know probably three and zero oh if we could beat the the Cowboys. This Aaron says we could go. Aaron says we could go one and seven in the first half and then eight and one in the rest of the season. I don't see that happening. <laughs> I don't see it. All right, let's break it down. Okay, so sh first off, shout out to everybody. We got 85 in the chat, guys. Hit the like and subscribe. Shout out to my man, Philly Philly, the podcast. Sub them up if you haven't yet. Um, let's talk about the division first, all right, because we got to get that out of the way. What do you view our record? And drop it in the chat. What is our division record going to be this year? What do you think? All right, if if we were playing Washington a little bit more spread out, I would feel more comfortable. And I think we're going to sweep the Giants. I'm going to put that out there right now. We're going to sweep the Giants. Um, Washington, I think we're going to split with. Dallas, it might be interesting because I think if we win that week th uh, three matchup, depending on, you know, I don't know. That's going to be really interesting. I think, you know, for history's sake, we always kind of split with the um, the Cowboys, right? So, I'll say that we're probably going to split with the Cowboys in Washington, but I do think we're going to split the Giants. I, mean, I think we're going to sweep the Giants. Okay. So, so yeah, basically four and two. Yeah, four basically two. the same. Yeah. So we're seeing a lot <laughs> here in the chat. Um, Man. But that's I, I also me being an Eagles fan. So, I mean, right. I don't know. Maybe I'm like, being a little biased. It's crazy, dude. Like, usually I'm the same way. But ever since I picked this team to go 11-5 and five last year and I look <laughs> like an ass every day because of it, I just can't do that again to myself. You know what I mean? I think, honestly, in a division, we either go 2-4 and four or 3-3 three and three at best. I can see um, that. I can see that 3-3. and th I, You know, the Cowboys game is really what throws me because I do think that we're going to split with Washington. I think that's – and I do really feel like we're going to sweep the Giants because right. we just – we've owned them, and I really don't think they've gotten that much better. Um, I agree. But the and, and Cowboys really throws me because they and, might sweep us or we might sweep them. Right. Like, I agree. That is kind of the X factor. And I, and I would add – 
with all these games being in the last four weeks of the season, like it's no, I'll tell you right now, nobody's going to have the division wrapped up by then. So these are going to mean a lot. Like they're going to determine pretty much the division in in my eyes. Um, Facts. Maybe that gives the Eagles a bit of an edge. Uh, But man, this is a tough one. This is a tough schedule. schedule. This week seven to 11 is really where we got to capitalize. Like we we're going to learn some things about Jalen hurts in these first six weeks though. If we, we wanted to learn about him, right? This, this is, here oh, you yeah. go, buddy. <laughs> here yeah. you go, buddy. So say, <clears> let's just say we starting go uh, player in the league. Exactly. Let's say we go um, three and three in the division, right? So then, you know, we look at the first two weeks. Like, what do you think about San Fran? Do you think that's a, a winnable game? I do. I, you know, I think that Jimmy Garoppolo is probably going to still be playing at that point. I think he'll still be their starter. Mm-hmm. So I do think that that's a winnable game. Um, it's going to be tough, though. It's definitely going to be tough. And it being at home, I think that helps us. Um, so I do think it's winnable, uh, but it will be hard. I, I'm not going to say it's going to be easy. I'm definitely not going to say it's going to be easy. I, I would say it's like, damn, I don't know. It's it's the attainable. Same, it's attainable. But it's it not is attainable. Given. It's just how much do I really believe in this team right now? Like, right. And that's not being, you know, pessimistic. Right. Or yeah, yeah. Or I, but, yeah, I would like to throw out there. I, I, want, I know what you're getting at. Like, I'm. I'm not making my schedule prediction until like a month before the season. All right. Until we, <laughs> until we see these guys getting reps. Right. Because last exactly. year I'm like, yeah, JJ Ortega, Whiteside's going to be a stud. Yeah. Quest walk is gone. <laughs> and, and come on, man. Like Carson went terrible. Like, let's see, just be honest. And not, not just us. I mean, we don't necessarily know what the Falcons are going to be. Right. They still might right. move on from Julio. You mm-hmm. know, they, there's still moves that can be made with the 49ers. Like I just said, I personally think that Jimmy Garoppolo is still going to be their starter, but Trey right. Lance might be might be in there by then. So who knows, you know, and we'll see in the in week three where Dak is. You know, he's either going to be playing great again or he we're going to be like, damn, he missed it. He's missing a step. So it's going to be interesting. This is going to be very interesting. I'm not as optimistic as I was a little bit earlier. I will be yeah. honest, but this is a this is a pretty brutal schedule in my eyes. Um, and I do want to say one, one thing too, I was looking up, so I'm trying to go to the Raiders game in Vegas or whatever. They want $700 for a ticket. Oh yeah. That's not happening. No, no, thank you. That's a money making scheme right there, dude. For real. I was like, bruh. Yeah, nah, I'm good. Maybe, maybe another time I'll go to Vegas and hang out or something. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like imagine going there, we get blown on our, uh, you know what? Like 30 to zero. It's like, damn, dude. I just paid seven hundred dollars to come. <laughs> exactly. Grievous says NFC's dumpster fire season three, episode three. I agree hundred percent. Like I and and our uh division rivals are gonna be playing these same teams essentially. So yeah, I mean we could see another disastrous season in the NFC East, man. And um, it's crazy because I feel like that's our own I don't want to say only, but that's a, probably our best way into the playoffs this year. I think everybody in the NFC East, if you could win the East. That's probably the only way you're gonna make the playoffs because, like, mm-hmm. I don't see us having a, a wild card team out of these guys. Yeah, the only way we make the playoffs is if we're sitting at like five or six wins by the time we get to week 15 and we rally off like two or three of them. In my eyes, like we take over the division essentially. Like that's well, really what's gonna come down to. Who are some teams that you see that you're like, I? Because realistically, I think we could beat Atlanta. 
if I'm not looking at our division, I think we could be at Lane. I think San Fran's beatable. I think that we could beat the Panthers. Raiders, I think we can beat. Lions, I definitely think we could beat. Broncos, I'll definitely say we can beat. I don't know. Then, who we could beat. <laughs> I think those six are probably teams that I think we I, I have faith that we could at least be very, very close, if not beat them. I don't know. This this kind of sucks. This is kind of this, this is, is a tough, a tough schedule, schedule, man. Um, I think we'll beat the Jets. <laughs> I think we'll beat the Jets. I'm hoping. Hopefully, um, by then, who knows? Who knows? Uh, by then, uh, what's his name? Uh, Zach Wilson, is it? Yeah. You know, I, you know I, I always want to call him Kyle Wilson. I don't know why. You know what's crazy? We stay in New York for two weeks, and then we go on the bye, too. Like, we got the Giants and then a Jet on the road, and then we go to the bye week, which is crazy. Uh, shout out to my man Seth coming with a $2 donation. What's going on, Seth? Says, what up, RB? That's a fourth-place schedule. It's tough, bro. I hear you, man. It's like this is pain inflicting right here. And if you guys are just tuning in, man, we were talking about this week three to six right here. I mean, this is crazy, dude. We play three games in 12 days against Kansas City, Carolina, and Tampa Bay. Like, that's – How do we end up wow. with that, though? Because, I mean, we were, like, what, third place last year? Are we supposed to play – like? weren't we, like, in third place last year? For what? Um, in the seat in the season, we finished like third place, right? The Eagles, yeah. In the NFC no, East, no, nah, we finished last, right? Oh, all right. So, so then, how did we get all these guys? Like, how are we playing the two teams that were in the Super Bowl? How, like, I thought we were supposed to get an easier schedule when you suck, dude. <laughs> like, in football, bro, like you just alternate divisions, but like they gave us the hard ones, bro. They, I mean. This is rough. It alternates like every couple of years. I knew we were bound to play Kansas City, and my gosh, I you know when we play Kansas City, I might as well just you know drink a few beers or something and just relax. <laughs> like there's just not going to be much that I can really say um, because we see that, like I mean, come on, man. But this, listen, man. I'll say this much. I will say this much. If we go through, if we're out of week six, if we're going into into you know Las Vegas, and we're four and three or something or what how many games is that that's six so for four and two or or three and and um three or or depending on how it looks i'm gonna be feeling happy about my team like if we can go out there and like pull out a win against kansas city or or tampa or you know i right. mean this could teach us a lot about our team either way you know what i mean no doubt. they're gonna have no to doubt. fight they're definitely gonna have to fight so yeah that's this a good sucks. way to look at it. That's a good way to look at it, though. <laughs> uh, I agree. Like, there's going to be a lot of learning lessons, right? You might get beat down before you come up. Um, it's definitely going to show a lot about Jalen Hurts. I'll tell you that. They're going to have oh, yeah. a decision to make after this. There's, it's going to tell you a lot about Nick Sirianni. Um, wow, dude. I'm, I mean, if you look back to what was it, 2016, when we obviously had Carson Wentz, we surprised a couple teams early True. on that season. So, you know. True. Maybe just people don't know who we are yet. I'm trying to look at this optimistically. <laughs> I hear you. And I'm, I'm going to try the same thing, but it's I'm going to really have to see this team in camp first before I can Definitely. make an assessment like how things are going to go. But um, I think we just have to finally come to this level where we realize, you know what I mean? Because there's, there is some Eagles fans out there that are saying like, yeah, we can win nine, ten games. Like I don't think that's really who we are. I think this is the gap year and then we – utilize on all our picks next year and then we really make that push maybe for a big free agent or something like that um yeah I, I think 
I think the win is in, you know, I'm a huge Jay-Z fan, right? And Jay-Z said on one of his songs, he was like, I will not lose because even in defeat, there's a valuable lesson to be learned. So it evens it up for me. So that's where our value is going to come. That's where our wins are going to come within the lessons in the game. Like these are a lot of young players, a very new system. You know, it's going to hurt. It's going to suck to watch. It might not be what we, you know, want to see, but I'm kind of with you right right now. I'm not necessarily looking at the W's and L's. I'm kind of hoping that these guys can keep just getting better because that's really what we need, man. We need a core. We need yeah. that that season where we just figure out, all right, we have our Brandon Graham. We have our Fletcher Cox. We have our, you know, Zach Ertz and our offensive line moving forward. Right. Th- those are the questions we really need to answer this year. So, yeah. hey, you're going to do it against the best competition, I guess. You you know? no. It's definitely going to be a crucial learning uh, experience, like you said. Shout out to Shark Hendricks coming in with a $2 donation. I appreciate it, man. It says, who's our starting wideouts week one? Well, I, I mean, Devontae obviously you have to throw in there. I'm hoping Jalen Rieger is going to be starting week one because if not, I mean, that's going to be a big reflection on, on the guys upstairs. But I would probably say Devontae Smith, Jalen Rieger, and – Man, I don't know. I think that third one's kind of a wild card for me. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I could I, see a guy like Quez. I could see – I mean, if we're going to use Travis Fogum, who knows what he is now, you know, but who knows? Yeah, I want to say Travis Fogum. Like, I want to say that that, you know, little five-game stretch wasn't, like, an anomaly. Like, I want to say that's who he was. Um, obviously, they took him out, so hopefully – I don't know what was up with that. I honestly don't know what's up with anything anymore because I, I don't know if you saw the uh, interview that Doug Peterson did like a couple, I think it was yesterday actually. And they were asking him about Jalen Hurts and they were just, he just was like in love with Jalen Hurts. So I have no idea. Like he was saying that he thinks he's going to be a, you know, this, that he has all the tools. So I'm yeah. like, where, why did you get fired? What happened? Like I needed, but anyways, um, yeah, I, I think that it's going to be Travis program. I think he has, Probably the upper hand. He's been here last year. I like Quez Watkins. I think that, you know, his lack of um, ability to play last year, lack, you know, to get out there on the field might hurt him a little bit. Um, But I do like Travis Fogum. I really hope that it is. I think an outside guy is probably um, Trayvon Grimes. I really like Trayvon Grimes, to be honest. And I don't know what it is. I think it's more so because I think he can push J-Jaw off this roster because he's literally – what Jay Jaw is like, you know, he's just that big guy that can yeah. catch 50 50 balls, but he doesn't come with a, a personal umbrella holder. So I'm hoping Trayvon Grimes can at least push Jay Jaw off the um roster. But I think, yeah, I think De- Devontae Smith is a no brainer, yeah. uh, Jalen Rager, and I'm hoping Trayvon uh, Fogum, uh, Travis Fogum. But let me ask you a question because I've been asking everybody this, and I, I want to know do you see while we're on wideouts, do you see a role for? Greg Ward, because we both didn't say Greg Ward. (laughs) Well, it's definitely hard after last season. You know what I mean? Like some of these guys I really liked, for example, Greg Ward, Boston Scott, like I really liked their roles on this team. But after how things went last year, they're going to have to fight hard. They're going to have to fight hard to even get any snaps. Sure, Greg Ward could be a slot guy. He could be, you know, a little bubble screen type of guy. But other than that, I just he's going to have to earn it back. You know what I mean? And he's he's been a guy with a chip on his shoulder. But there's there's definitely a lot of options. And. Um, like you said, like Trayvon Grimes, for example, like he's a guy I see that works hard, right? I've seen some film of him, but I, like I'm not going to go over the edge anymore like I used to do. You know what I mean? Like last year, do you remember how people were hyping up like John Hightower and yeah. <laughs> like they were just the steals of the draft? And I mean, you know, 
I think we just got to wait and see. You know what I mean? J. Joe has been the biggest disappointment. So if it, yeah, if, it's, if Greg yeah. Ward means getting J. Joe out of here, fine by me. I, I just yeah. I can't do it anymore with him. Yeah, and people are talking about, oh, let's move him to tight end. Like, just get him out of here. Like, there's there's no way, like, that I want to pay him again. And that's really what it comes down to. Like, and I know it's not my money, so I, I, right. I say it like I'm signing him a check. But, like, there's no world that I would get a, a notification that says Eagles have signed J-Jaw to an extension that I would not break said phone. Like, I would be, t- <laughs> I would be yo, so yo, mad. Yo. You know what's funny? <laughs> he made that one catch last year, and I went on Twitter hating. I'm like, wow, J-Jo actually finally caught a pass. <laughs> and they're like, bro, this dude has potential. Why are you hating on him? What potential? What? That's what I'm He's saying. been sitting on the sideline. He, he, they don't even play him. That's I'm like, what I'm saying. On, so man. many people want to make like, oh, but he can run routes. He can do like, when? When, oh, when did man. you see this? Like, I, I need to see the – I always tell people, please like DM me the clips of him running great routes because even when he was running, even when he gets open, like do you remember the catch that um that Dallas Goddard made, like falling down because who judge you know J Jaw ran right into a, a six foot six man like yeah. you you know your own route tree like there's no the only thing that I will sit here and be honest and say oh he can do this he can block yeah I'll give yeah. him that he can block. Well, <laughs> so, there you go. There you go. That's that's what we're gonna for. Exactly. <laughs> sad, dude. It's it's absolutely sad. He doesn't have a role in this team. He won't. I don't know why people like. I really feel like as a Philly fan, you grow. Like I really do feel that way. And now that like I'm seeing these ups and downs, I, I'm like, I, I just can't. I can't be overly optimistic with this team. You know what yeah, I mean? You gotta like, temper your expectations. You gotta like exactly. You can't do it anymore. Like I tried last year. I tried the year before. It just really got this, You will feel it when there's a year that you're like, listen, we are going to be good. Like there, we're gonna get back there. You know what I'm saying? Like there was years, you know, when we had McNabb and everything, you know, in the good times and stuff like that. Like oh four, we knew we were gonna be good. You know what I'm saying? Like even probably more so than. 2017 like we knew we were going to be a good team so we'll get there you know it's just right. we're definitely not there right now and i you know yeah i think people are trying to psych themselves up that we are because we're just we're not a great team yet you know well, we could be surprised the thing about it to me and i'm going to get to the super chat but like i think the reason people are so on edge is because like we really knew that we had a chance to be great for five years you know what i mean and the way destructing like every team goes through a period where it's like okay time to rebuild time to get assets and we'll make our way back that happens right some longer than others but it's just the way that it ended and that's why it feels hurt and that's why people want to they want to delve themselves in like okay we're going to be good we got a chance we but we got to be honest man you know what i mean so it's rough. Um, shout out to my man Sixers Nation coming with a two dollar donation. Thank you so much, man. Says, do you think the Eagles are going sixteen and two, or fifteen and three? Well, if this was Madden, maybe. But uh, yeah, right. Well, that's a, that's eighteen games. So we're gonna give our like. I mean, <laughs> let me ask you this: like, obviously, we're not gonna grade the schedule right now. But coming, you know, into this season, like so far into the off season, like you're. If I had to say to you, like, next year the Eagles are gonna be a blank win team, like, what would you say? on first instinct probably six six yeah i had five (laughs) and and like i said i'll give you the teams i think we'll beat the jets i think we'll beat the giants twice i think we'll beat 
the Cowboys at least once. Yeah. We'll beat the Washington at least once. And then probably like the Lions. Interesting. That's probably my teams. I'm I think we're gonna split with I think we'll split with two of the division teams. I think we might get swept by one of them. And I just keep looking at this this first six <laughs> right here. Uh, my guy Philly Mike in here, he said, what did he say? He said, if we can get to three and three after the first six, I'm happy. I don't see a way that that happens. I think it'll be honestly, tough. I think we might go one and five in the first six. I really who would, do. Be, who would be that one? Either Carolina or San Fran, maybe. Maybe you we go think two we and four. Falcons? I think, think we, we can beat the Falcons, Falcons, but I do think first game, right? Um, yeah. New regime, and it's just going to be tough on the road in Atlanta. Atlanta, to me, is kind of a tough place to play. Like if it was in Philly, like the last couple times we played them, I, I would feel better. Um, yeah. But I, you know, maybe two and four, maybe two and four in the first six. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same wave with, with with Mike though. Like, bro, if we get through week six, if if we beat either the Kansas City Chiefs or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the level of ish that I will be talking is going to be astronomical. RBI, I am like well, you. You're gonna be like, where did yo, this Castro come from? <laughs> let me let me be honest though. Like, those actually are games that we would have a chance to win, and that's just due to the fact that like any given Sunday, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I I remember games before we beat these kind of teams, right? I remember we beat uh, who was it was New England, I think, and we had Sam Bradford as quarterback. Like we went to Gillette and we just we beat them, and it was like. How does that happen? You know, so maybe, <laughs> maybe one of those games that happens. I don't know, hey, man. I think we could shock some teams. I, I think we could shock some people. I think we're going to be one of those teams that, like, I, you know, we've played sports. I've played sports before. I'm sure you've played sports before. Right. And I'm sure you've played for one of those teams that you're like, listen, we might not be that good, but we're going to go out here and give, give people hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the very end of the day, we're going to be chippy. We're going to be, you know, whatever it is, choppy, whatever you want to call it. We're, we might throw a couple elbows, but like it, at the end of the day, the score might not look good, but we're both leaving with blood on our shirt. Like that's that's the type of uh, attitude I kind of want from this team. Like, look, we might not win a lot, but you're going to remember you played us. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. if we can get that, I'll, I'll be happy, man. I'm I, I'm not I'm not too high or low right now. Realistically, right. like it's it's I'm kind of right there just to kind of, you know, I'm riding the wave. We'll see what happens with this team. I love all the talk and everything, but I, I need to see them on the field, man. At some point, at some point. Yeah, I mean, I agree. If they're if they're playing with energy, we might pull out a couple more wins. But at the end of the day, I'm almost thinking like, is it better to go six and eleven than go two and fifteen? Right? Like, I mean, it, it depends how we're looking for the future. You know, like that's, I don't know. That's the hardest question. And I mean, we were asking ourselves that last year. I, you know, I said that on one of my, my lives and people were like, what do you mean? That sounds stupid. Even we had Shil Kapadia and he even said, he said it perfectly. He was like, right. the, the worst thing that you can get is that gray area. The worst thing this year is like not finding out if Jalen hurts is good or not. Mm -hmm. You know, he just has kind of a decent average random year, right? right? Like if he's number 15 of 32 quarterbacks, you know, what did you really learn about him? Like, you know, and then you look at all these young guys, if you don't get to see what they are, and you're just a middle of the road team and nothing really, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's what scares me more so than going 0 and 17 or something like that. Like yeah. I, I'm more afraid of, we just waste a year and next year we don't know what the hell we got, yeah. you know, and we're, we're in the same spot. I so either we, we're either going to suck 
or we're going to be very good. You know, like you yeah, got you know. to kind of yeah. pick one of the two. Exactly. And my man right, <laughs> right here, Aaron, coming in with a $2 donation. Thank you. Yeah, bro. Says, we're either going 16 and 2 or 1 and 17. There is no in between. Well, I'm all there for it. I'm all there for it. Um, I, I just want to say we're only playing 17 games, y'all. All right. <laughs> so y'all keep uh, adding up to 18. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the, uh, I don't like the 17 either, in my opinion. Like it just feels weird to me, but. I it the yeah it's kind of stupid. We'll see if it. I like how they did it, just because like I like that the division games are at the end because it does make it count somewhat. I don't obviously like our bye week. That bye week is ridiculous. I'm that's I'm calling thing. I'm, pissed. I'm pissed about that man. Week that's fourteen, it. and I'm you know I'm sure your your audience can tell me better, but I really do feel like that throws off fantasy football. Like I'm big into fantasy football. Like. Yeah, but now there's another week. Now there's another week, so maybe it'll be extended one more. But it definitely will. You're right. Yeah, true. It's gonna be interesting, and I really wonder if we we better not have the last one, like, or be the only team with a week 14. By like, I gotta see who else got week 14. (laughs) I I hear you. Shout out to Sixers Nation coming with a $2 donation. I appreciate it. He says, we are not going 1-17. and 17. Well, you are right. We are not going 1-17. and 17. I don't know why people are adding up to 18. There's a bye week. There's a bye week. Even though there's 18 weeks, there's 17 games now. Um, but, yeah, this whole extra week thing is crazy. Uh, I, I, look, look, initial, initial thought, I'm still excited about next year. This is going to be a dogfight. Right, but we we the underdogs, right? We we putting on those dog masks. Everybody been saying they sleeping on us, right? So this is just another level to that, man. We're gonna be the underdog in probably every single game next year. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Go out there, <laughs> play hard, and and exactly. come out with pride. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, Seth. Only seventeen games with a bye week. That's what I'm saying, man. I don't know why people <laughs> are adding up to eighteen, but uh. <laughs> Oh man! And somebody told me. Somebody told me earlier. I was doing like uh, I was just kind of trolling to be honest, but I was just like putting up what, what I thought the scores would be once I was learning the dates. Right. And um, somebody was like, "Oh, you're just gonna have the Eagles go 16 and 0." And I was like, "No, because there's 17 <laughs> games, so they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna go 17 and 0." <laughs> but uh, I mean, hey, I, I you know, I don't know. It, it does kind of suck. Like that week four to six is really what kills me. But other than that. I knew it wasn't going to be easy, you know, like, yeah, I, I kind of expected to be kind of, de- you know, I don't even want to say disappointed, not even disappointed. I thought you were going like, to say depressed. I kind of, yeah, I was kind of <laughs> going to say depressed. Like, yeah, I don't I don't even know how I feel. Like, it's just, I'm excited because I know, look, me and you have some really cool things about, you know, pop off for right. the actual season and everything. So that's exciting. But I'll know, tell you like, what, man, like it definitely hurts going into a season and trust me i watched the process sixers so like i know this best but it sucks going into a season especially when you're in a philly or a a sports city like philly and just knowing like you know you're not going to be competing at all for the super like it's a different type of hurt you know what i mean um but all we can do is hope to like in um 2016 i remember watching every game and i'm like all right my eyes are on carson wentz what is he going to do how is he going to improve is he going to be our man um, and that that made the season enjoyable for me, even though we went seven and nine. It was like, OK, at least I'm having fun watching a quarterback. And maybe yeah. I'll try to take the same approach this year. Right. Like, is Jalen Hurts going to be the guy? Is he going to, you know, make some flashy plays? Is he going to lead us to some wins? I don't know, man. But yeah, that's where I'm at. We we look, 
we had probably the best first round of an NFL draft that we've had at least like in the past 10 years, in my opinion, like this is, this was like the happiest I've been after a first yeah. round. So I'm going to, I'm going to take that energy and I'm just going to kind of follow, I'm going to bring that through the schedule release and, and, and act like I didn't look at week uh, four through six. <laughs> yeah. At this, at this point, it's, it's kind of just like, all right, let's just, let's just roll into whoever's stadium we're going to and, uh, and play some football, you know, right. um, I might have to strap up. I might have to suit up, get out there. Yeah. Superhero says we need more elite talent for our Super Bowl run. And that's what I care about more than 2021. I hear you, bro. I hear you. Um, like I said, hopefully after this season, we can load up on talent and be ready for next year. But yeah. Um, and I, even looking at this schedule, man, it's not. And maybe I'm being, you know, a hater or whatever, but looking at this schedule, maybe it's not really worth going out there and getting like a top tier talent. That's going to be 30, 31 years old. You right. know, maybe we can kind of poo poo that idea because bruh, Steven Nelson ain't winning, you know, more, none of these games. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm like, talking about next year. I'm talking about next year. Oh, no, no, year. I, know, I know what you mean, but I'm saying like, yeah. you know, how people were talking about we're interested in Steven Nelson and Julio and all. these guys ain't winning. You Why do these, these guys want to come here? That's what, that's I'm, what I'm saying. This is not, this is not the Super Bowl run type of schedule. That's another thing I'm uh I'm not doing anymore. You know what I mean? I used to be the dude last year. Yo, this guy got released. He can come to Philadelphia. I gotta really look at this. Like, why would they come to Philadelphia? Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Or why even pay him? Right. Why even just like we just have right. to admit we're not gonna be good for one time. Like you know, because I that's what we did. That's why we are where we are with like the 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 cap everything. We kept on pushing contracts back because. We didn't want to admit this is not a Super Bowl team. You know what I'm saying? After 2017, we probably should have just blew it up. So it, it is what it is. We are where we are. But, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I hope I hope we can get it together. See, I hope they surprise me, man. I really do. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, BB says, I am excited to see a run-heavy offense. Sanders, my favorite player. And I was excited for Devontae Smith. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be a run-heavy offense, but – we need to so. we need to run I, the ball. I, I, I you know so. I was gonna make a video about this. And guys, we'll probably be on here for like 10, 15 more minutes. So shout out to everybody in the chat. Hit the like, subscribe. If you haven't yet, sub up Philly Philly the podcast. It's my guy right here, always grinding. Let's get him to 2K subscribers. But I, I'm I have problems, and I was gonna make a video about this. I feel like I will still before the season, but like I feel like people are heavily sleeping, sleeping on Miles Sanders. Like I can't blame the guy for getting five carries one game, getting seven the next, and then one game he gets 15, and then, you know, he gets 11 carries. Not Like, no, he's supposed to be a featured back. He's supposed to be a three-down back, even though we're not going to use him that way because now we're a running back factory. But it's <laughs> like I don't understand why people think that this – like, it's fair to say, okay, Miles had a down year. Okay, that that's fair. But, like, it wasn't really his fault. Like, are we going to act like there weren't? other integral parts around it that caused that like come exactly. on man. yeah i mean the person one of the people other than the quarterback obviously the person that gets most affected by the offensive line changes is probably the running back so i mean whether it's the the offensive line changes the scheme was just bad the lack of touches it, it's been the same story with him for like the past two years so yes he gets hurt every you know he's gotten hurt nobody's right. you know I, I feel like the the everybody's hurt at some point it's whether or not you're on the the you know injury report or not and yes he missed some games but 
at the end of the day, bro, he hasn't really been given a chance. And the reason I say that I don't think it's going to be a run first offense, I think it should be. I think we definitely should, especially now with the additions of some of these running backs. Look, I mean, we saw some of these leaks talking about even after a couple of games that, you know, Doug Peterson won because he ran the ball too much. They were upset about it. So I think I think the pass happy thing is more so Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman than it is necessarily every coach. Um, I know we have coaches that get pass happy, but if you look at Doug Peterson's history, if you look at Doug Peterson when he was in um, uh, Kansas City, he ran the ball a lot and he used three different running backs, you know, and he used them well. We changed that. So I think it's more so on us uh, wanting that like high flying, you know, vertical offense than it is yeah. any coach. So yeah. I hope that he gets his shot, man. I'm a huge Penn State fan. So, you know, yeah. I hope he gets his shot. But we got to get back to the basics. We got to exactly. get back to the fundamentals, man. Like, and we, we know Doug didn't run the ball enough. Um, even when it was working, he would, you know, Sanders would have four carries, 40 yards, and then he would go away from him. And it's just like, why? Why? Like, do what works, man. Don't get too too pretty. You know what I mean? Um, Sanders could have won us some games, I, I think. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, shout out to my man Shark Hendricks coming with a $2 donation. Says, who is the surprise cut in training camp? Who do you think? I don't know. I would. I mean, if I had to go off of instinct, I don't know if it would be a surprise, but I would say J-Jaw. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if this would be a surprise either just because I know it's always in the news, but maybe a Zach Ertz. Unfortunately, wow. I don't think wow. he should be cut. I'm not saying he should be cut. I don't think we're going to trade Zach Ertz. I really that's don't. That's why he might be cut. That's why he might be cut. We might really just need that money. I think we save like eight mil after June or something like that. So, and that that is if that does happen, that is a colossal failure in my opinion. It really is going from last year to this year. It's like wow. Um, but yeah, I I would say either Jaw or like a lineman that we don't expect, like either an offensive or defensive lineman, um, comes out of nowhere and gets cut, right? Like guys that keep getting banged up that aren't on the field, um. Or maybe Joe Flacco. That would be interesting if Jamie Newman goes out there, <laughs> balls out. You know, yeah, or, if becomes, Joey. or if he becomes our starter in camp. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Don't say that out loud. Could you imagine that? <laughs> oh, man. Could you – I mean, even if Her- like Hurts were to go down or something, like week five or week six, right, we got Joe Flacco up against Tom Brady, and it's just like – there will be no quarterback competition, though. I mean, not quarterback controversy, at least, you know, right? We won't be – the next year, nobody will be clamoring to keep Joe Flacco in, hopefully. And That's knowing this crazy. team, they would. Knowing this fan base, we would. We would have still some people like, well, if you really think about what he was doing out there. <laughs> oh, man. Superhero says, uh, we've always said we have a beast offense, and every year the offense is flat. I know Smitty's going to be lit, but is everyone else? I don't know, man. I, there's a lot of question marks. It depends on on the yeah. system, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't mind a, a good defense, you know? I, I remember the years that we had a great defense, you know? Yeah. I would love to go back to that. <laughs> it, it's weird, though. Like, I, I agree. I feel like we have, especially lately, like, we've put such a concerted effort on the offense. Right. And it's, like, blown up in our face. Like, you're just not good at that. You know, that's just not what you're yeah. good at. Just, you know, shy away from it until you get somebody like a Devontae Smith that you know or yeah. hope at least is a, a surefire thing because, <clears throat> I mean, we were picking some bad players, dude. Like, offensively, we really were stra- – like, we went and got Nelly. We were hype about Nelson Aguilar. Hype about Nelson Aguilar. 
you know, you look at all these offensive players outside of like Dallas Goddard, think that he's a good player, but it was kind of hard to miss on somebody like that. He was probably like the best tight end in that draft. So it's like, yeah, you know, it just he dropped to the second kind of same thing with Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, I think, was one of the first three running backs selected in that draft. They all went in the second. So, yeah. I mean, you know, we we definitely don't hit much on offense. Maybe you should just pick a bunch of defensive players and then spend the, the free agency money on offense. There you go. Maybe. I would take that. I I don't mind a good defense like that. Defense to me is like where you build from the ground up. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, a lot of teams have a good defense. Um, Shifty says when is training camp? I have no clue to be honest. It, like if it starts to a regular August. schedule, yeah, then it would be August. But I don't who know. Knows? Uh, who knows if they're even going? Because I know a lot of teams are just opting out. People don't want to do it. So right. Um, I'm really worried about the past defense and linebackers. You're telling me, bro. You're telling me. Uh, people want to. People want to get mad at me because I say our linebacker core isn't good. Oh, Alex Singleton. Oh, <laughs> um, the dude we signed from uh, from Minnesota. Um, Eric Wilson. Yeah, Eric Wilson. Alex Singleton. Uh, Sean Bradley. Like you're telling me this is a, a, going to be a solidified linebacker core? I, I don't think so. I don't. We got a bunch of outside linebackers. I, I was seeing people talking about trading for uh, Jordan Hicks. Jordan Not Hicks was a cool guy. Cool guy. Great Jordan. guy. Yeah, I loved watching him play here. Loved him here. But he's an outside linebacker one. Like, that's just not what we need. We have so many guys that can blitz, that can run to the edge, you know, to the sideline. We don't have many people that can sit in the middle of that defense, plug up holes, you know, uh, guard the, the tight end. You know, we don't have that. We're going to probably be looking at people like Kayvon Wallace, uh, people like Jacoby Stevens to fill that role. And while I, I think that, you know, I think the world of these guys, I think they're good people, but that's not good. That's not, you know, that's not what you want to do. Like, but I feel <laughs> linebacker and cornerback were your two biggest needs going into this draft, right? And I feel like there was obvious people that you could take. And I also feel like defensive line was probably the weakest part of this draft. Like, nobody thought that D-line was a, a very strong part of this draft. And that's where we went heavy. Didn't get any cornerbacks. Didn't get any, any linebackers, but we went crazy with the weakest part of this draft. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Outside of the first round, it was it was a depressing draft. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. And even how he commented about it, he was like, yeah, you know, people must be sick of seeing me take linemen in the draft, but that's how you build it, build back the championship contention. Like, okay, Howie, um, that doesn't mean you had to go now. Like, you know, I see the chat, Asante Samuel Jr. Like, guys like that were there. I wanted Micah Parsons, and I'm. I feel like he's going to haunt us with Dallas. I think I told you that uh, one of them will end up going to Dallas or the Giants. It happened. Luckily, we got Devontae Smith, but it's just our linebacker court has not been good for a while. It the organization doesn't care about it. I've come to that realization. It is sad, but they just don't care. They really don't or, care. Or they think they're like ahead of the game in some way. Like, I feel like they saw people like Jamal Adams and, and you know, these guys that are kind of Derwin James, you know, kind of hybrid city linebacker guys. And they were like, oh, we want one of those. And they keep trying to go get them in like the fifth and sixth. Like when I want to know 
what's what brand of of brandy there but yeah i want to know what brand of alcohol like their their parents were drinking when they were you know being conceived for them to think that nate gary can can fill that role nate gary can one day be that type of guy like you know and i, I feel like they're trying to do it with jacoby and i hope it works out you know but it's just like bro what's that saying you know you what's the in definition of insanity C keep on trying the same thing and you know expecting different results and that's what we do we just keep taking the same type of players for trying to fill the same type of holes yeah. and it doesn't work it's like when are you going to be like all right this isn't working let me try something different yeah. like I, it, it's just frustrating i gotta respond to this comment because when the eagles went and drafted kenneth gainwell right in the fifth round i literally went on twitter and I, I can't I can't rock with Eagles Twitter, man. They are just <laughs> all I said. I literally said this is a good pick because I, I do think he provides value. Right. But we have so many running backs. We just picked up carry on Johnson. And this was before that. And I was like, yo, like I OK, it's a nice pick in the fifth round. Right. But like. Really, we went running back here. We couldn't have gone with another corner or a defensive player. And, and people want to keep referencing this play. And Shifty's my guy, so I'm not picking on him. But it's like, are we like, it, it really much annoys me the way Eagles fans say Kenneth Gainwell trucked Parsons on that play as if that is going to like solidify, like, you know, why that pick is justified. He's all, Parsons all pro now. Literally kill us in the division. And the same thing happened on my draft videos in terms of delusional Dallas fans. Who are like, oh well, we picked the guy who locked up Devontae Smith one game in college. Oh my god, that Boston. doesn't matter. That is like, like that. That it's like, it's like plugging something into into the equation and saying, all right, this is what it's always going to happen. Like, no, Parsons yeah. is going to be a hell of a player. He's going to be good against us, and Devontae Smith is going to cook everyone in the division. You know what I mean? Right. So and people. People were strung up on like the whole, oh, he doesn't want to be an eagle with Parsons. Like me and you, I think we're probably two of the only people. Like I know I had Brandon on on the you know wave for a little bit. Even at six, I was saying we should go get Parsons. Like I, I was so down with Parsons the whole draft process. That right. never changed. Um, you know, and I, I do like that he got trucked by Kenneth Gainwell. Like it makes me feel better. You know right. what I'm saying? Like as a right. fan, it was nice yeah. to watch that. Um, but no, I agree 100% with you. It doesn't mean that Kenneth Gainwell is going to be an all pro player. Um, I but you know, see that, bro. It's like, it's yeah. not like, he, it's not like he's a corner that covered him for eight games in his career and he's held him to one carry or one, you know, catch or whatever, for example, right? Like, it's not like that. No, <laughs> he played him. Like, come on, man. And and the thing that kills me with like like you said, Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell, I do agree. I think he was a very good pick. I think he was a, a it was a steal at that position. Don't get me wrong. But if you're gonna add competition, add competition where you need it. I don't think our running back room was really our issue last year. You what know is, what I'm saying? What I, is, who is going to play in terms of like look at our depth chart, right? I'm at, I'm a Boston Scott guy. People get on me for that too. Another reason why I hate Eagles Twitter. But, like, I like Boston Scott, like, what he brings to the table. I think he's, you know, he's not, like, a superstar running back, but he's, like, a little yeah. shifty guy, give you a little spark like a Sproles would. Like, and when we gave him opportunity, he performed, right? He's not going to do it every game, but, like, he was a giant killer, you know? And it's just, like, we got, like, six running backs now. Like, come on, yeah. man. And you gotta, you have come to make on. it make sense because it's, like, you bring back Jordan Howard, then you bring back on Johnson. Those two are kind of very similar to me. So it's, like, why? Why bring why bring both of them? You don't need both of them. You know what I'm saying? 
And we don't have money like that. So it's not like we're just flushed with hella money and we're like, oh, let's just bring on people. We have no cornerbacks. Go grab a random cornerback. Like, I'd rather Dude. you go grab 15 random cornerbacks and be Dude. like, listen, I don't somebody's going to work. I don't know who the guy in the fourth round is. Like, I'm not going to be like some <laughs> fake expert, right, and, and go and make a video, you know, how some of these people do. Like, oh, uh, I watched 84 highlight tapes. This guy's going to be good. Like, who – isn't he like five foot ten? Like, I'm not even getting I think I, No, I think he's six – he, I will say, like his body wise, he does look. I mean, he looks the role. I mean, when you watch him, he he doesn't look that great. I don't know. He went to Penn State, you know, so I should probably know who he is a little right. bit more, but I don't. So, like, you know, I I think that he has as far as like the 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 size, speed. When you look at the numbers, okay, he might be good, but I do. I, I thought it was a. I thought it was a reach. I thought it was a very like panicky pick you know what i'm saying like i think it they was. saw all the cornerbacks go off the board and mm -hmm. they were like all right who can we get zach all right that's a cool name fuck it and they and they just took him <laughs> like, right. like i have and no idea dude, who that guy is. at that pick um uh what's his name jabril cox was still on the board right yeah he went yes. to the cowboys and um Another guy that that went Tay Gowan, I think his name was yeah. right in the sixth round. Like Cardinals, people were high on him, and he went the pick before we went, and it was just like, come on, man, come on. But you, but oh. you reached for a, a, a defensive lineman. You know, you you had to get great. Milton Williams, and worst that's the thing. Great. It's like he might be great. Everybody, you know, Aaron Donald Jr. That's cool. It sounds so cool. Like everybody, he might be amazing. He really he reminds me of like the Jalen Hurts pick. Like we, I think we talked about this before. Like he was like the Jalen Hurts pick. You might be a great mm -hmm. player, but right. bad timing. Like this is not what we needed at this point. And Landon reminded me of like the Sidney Jones pick. It's like, you want to be smart. You want to take that chance that nobody else wants to take. And it might end up screwing you. So right. we'll exactly. see, man. Yeah. We will and see. Yeah. Like these, uh, uh, you know, my guy right here is saying these, Defensive linemen we picked like in the sixth and seventh round. It's just like they're hit or miss. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get some, some snaps, but I don't know. I don't know. And like I said, take. I would rather, man. I would not have been mad if it would have went Devonte Smith, a linebacker, and then like forty corners for the rest of the picks. Like I would have been okay with that. Like what Dallas did. It might suck, like they might have missed on a lot of those picks, right. but some somebody's gonna be good. Like they literally took like fifteen D linemen. Like somebody's gonna work out. Like yeah. we had to do that. We do. Not, we have not had a cornerback for so long. You yeah. know, we have Darius Slay, but obviously he's looking. He he did all right, but he's looking pedestrian because our team sucks. Yeah. So and I, and in the second round when we went with uh with Dickerson, I was. See, I actually wasn't mad about that because I, I you know, I think our offensive line is going to be like a problem soon, sooner than later, at least. Um, I wasn't mad at that. Obviously, the injury history and stuff, but I, you know, if we would have went with Asante Samuel Jr., like I would have been very ecstatic. I was still happy about Landon Dickerson, but it's like now we got to worry, right? Dude's had four injuries in a row, and it's just like here we go again. Here we yeah, go. You had the opportunity to get Jeremiah. Imagine as Devontae Smith. Awusu Koromoa, and then whoever the hell you wanted to take in the third. I would yeah. have been cool with that. Yeah, I like, heard that would have been um, that dude. Uh, you know, he slipped and everything, and they said like it was like a fake story or something. Like, you know, they they were saying like he had a heart condition or something. And, yeah, um, 
And then they said it was made up after, and I'm like, wow. So the the Browns just got a steal. Yeah, they definitely did. Yeah, I'm just – it's like you want to be so smart. That would have been a good time to be smart because then you would have actually been smart. Like, oh, this guy dropped all the way to us. You see what we did? We got to – you know, like, bro, that – man, I would be sitting here – with a Go Howie shirt. I would have Go Howie merch. If he would have if he would have been able to get us a first round pick next year, Devontae Smith and Jeremiah Wusu, <laughs> you could have done anything you wanted with the rest of the draft. Like I yeah. really feel like I feel like the whole um the whole scouting staff, like the whole scouting department, they went to Howie, they went to Jeffrey and was like, listen, we will let you do whatever the hell you want with the rest of this draft. Just please Go and get Devontae <laughs> Smith. Because I feel like after that, they were just like, all right, whatever. At least we got one. We got one. So I, I don't know. I hope that we it even, works We out even there. had our own guys pissed off at Howie like in our uh, in our bathroom. <laughs> like, my guy, Tom, man. That's my uncle right there. Uncle Donahue, bro. That's my boy. That was oh, hilarious. Man. It's going to be tough, dude. It's going to be tough. But with that being said, man, shout out to everybody. We still got 50 in here, guys. Hit the like and subscribe. Sub up, my man, Philly Philly, the podcast. Glad having him on here for the first time, talking the schedule, <laughs> live reaction. Uh, we're going to try to be optimistic, man. Like, we're not just <laughs> trying to throw everything down, but it's like, you know, it's going to be tough. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'll give you my actual prediction before the season. I'm not going to give my whole preview now when there's all yeah. this stuff to happen. But, like, a couple of the we stretches are rushed. We got a lot of off-season to go. We got a lot of off-season to go. (laughs) It's going to be fun. It's going to be (laughs) tough, man. We'll see how it goes. But like you said, at least it's kind of like a bridging type year. And, uh, hey, we'll be At least we got basketball. Yeah, there you go. Sixers right here and and Nets right there. Brooklyn, baby. Brooklyn. We're going to have some good stuff to talk about sometime soon, man. No doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait, man. They're, the Sixers are carrying Philly right now. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, me and you talk about this all the time, and I know you think I'm, like, just saying it because we're not in first place, but I really don't care about this regular season. I just want to get to the playoffs and be healthy. Shout out to James um, Harden coming back tonight. Maybe Look, if, if he's coming back tonight, he's gonna play and he's gonna put up a triple double, and I'm finally gonna be able to see my Nets win a uh, championship, bro. I was about to say Super Bowl. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, see. I'll, I'll, we'll catch you guys in the Eastern Conference Finals, man. We'll definitely I have to collab wait. for that or something. And uh, of course, you know we're gonna be going crazy on the channel. But Eagles and Sixers talk here. Eagles and Nets talk there. So guys, go sub them up right now. Appreciate everybody in the chat. And, uh, you know, if you guys catch us on the second time around, drop in the comment section how you feel about the Eagles schedule. But with that being said, man, uh, RB, Philly take with RB, my guy, Philly Fresco, Philly Philly the podcast. And uh, you guys have a great night, and we'll catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Boo now.